Welcome back to the Bad Bounce Podcast, where every shot makes someone happy, and it's an emergency pod, and it's just me. It's just Josh, because I have some thoughts on the Ryder Cup picks, but first, here's Harry Styles. and I, I'm running this alone. It's because I have some serious thoughts about the Ryder Cup selections that Team USA has made via Captain Zach Johnson. So I'm just going to read the team out loud. The guys who made it on the points are Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, Patrick Henley, Max Homa, Sandra Shoffley. And the ones who were picked were Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, and Justin Thomas, according to their ranking. I did a little practice here where I created a point system. So first, let's talk about how the point system is ran conventionally. So how it works right now is in for the year 21 and 22, it's one point for every $1,000 earned in the majors and one point for every $2,000 earned at the Players' Championship, the WGC Match Play Championship, and the WGC HSBC Championship, whereas the points in 2023 is one point for every $1,000 in a regular tour event, two points for every $1,000 for the major champion, and 1.5 points for every $1,000 made in a major for the non-winner. Now, I love that because it puts more recency bias. You have to play better this year to accumulate the most points, and it basically rewards whoever wins majors or major events or match play events in the year before. There's only one problem. Literally, the purses have doubled. And so pretty much all of 21-22 doesn't matter. Justin Thomas's win at the PGA Championship kind of helps. But I kind of like that because now it, it really is who's playing the best right now. So I really think this team that has been assembled, especially via the points, is pretty damn close to the best players right now. And so, again, I'm going to read off the team. is Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, Patrick Kelly, Max Homa, Sandra Shoffley, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas. With the ones who barely didn't make it are Keegan Bradley, who's 11th on the list, Cam Young, who's 9th on the points list, Danny McCarthy, 14th on the, on the points list, and Lucas Glover, who is 16th on the points list. Now, for this conversation, I created my own point system. And... Basically, this point system only rewards you for really high finishes. Top 20 or better. So this is my point system. Top 20 gets one point. Top 10 gets two points. Top five gets three points. And the winner gets five points. And majors, 1.5 times that. So seven and a half points to the winner. And yada, yada, yada. So on and so forth. I don't want to reward someone for finishing 45th. I don't care that you finish 50th at the Sony Open in Hawaii. I'm not going to award you a couple points for that. This is supposed to be 24 of the top... 35 golfers 40 golfers so if you finish 50th at the 3m championship i'm not giving you anything and so that is my point system uh and the question is should i give more points for elevated events no i'm pretty sure guys like scotty and rory all the rory's on the european team are only playing elevated events and they're because this schedule is so grueling they're not playing in the sony opens in hawaii and all that whereas a guy who is either didn't have a good year the year before or doesn't have much image or likeness to their name, like a Lucas Glover, Brian Harmon, then they don't really get to play in the elevated event, so they get screwed in my fake point system. So no elevated events, just regular events and majors. And 
So if, if you compute it in that way, then this is how the leaderboard uh, pans out. So Scotty Scheffler is still in the lead with a whomping 51 points. As I read this list, you'll see that is a lot of points. And before you bag on this list, just listen to the list. It's, it's better than you think, in my opinion. Scotty Scheffler, 51 points. Second place is Max Homa with 29 points. Third place is Xander Schauffele with 28 points. Cantlay is fourth with 25 and a half points. And then Ricky Fowler is fifth with 23 and a half points. So you can see they're pretty close. Jordan Spieth, 22 and a half points is sixth. And Wyndham Clark is seventh at 21 and a half points. Brian Harmon is eighth at 20 and a half points. Ninth is Lucas Glover. And he's got 19 points. I'll try to go through this quickly. Uh, 10th is Danny McCarthy with 18 points. And then there's three guys tied 11th. Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, and Cam Young. And then 14th on the list, tied for 14th, is Keegan Bradley and Justin Thomas. And that is just for this year, 2023. I forgot to say that. So just for this year, that is a list according to my point system, which rewards the top finishes. So for those of you guys who are disappointed that Keegan Bradley didn't make it, he really didn't have that great of a year. Sorry to say, he, he made a lot of cuts. Don't get me wrong. Brian Harden missed a ton of cuts, but he has a ton of top finishes. Keegan just didn't have that many top finishes. A lot of 30ths, a lot of 35ths. He won at the Travelers. He won at Zozo, which didn't count for this year. It was actually the year before. And so he got no points for the Zozo in the real system or my system. He tied Justin Thomas, but I have no problems with Justin Thomas being on the team. He's 6-2-1 in Ryder Cups overall and is staggering 16-5-1 between President's Cups and Ryder Cups. And now all of this to say, there is one guy who shouldn't have made the team, and it's Sam Burns. I, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. Zach Johnson said in his press conference when he announced it, that Sam Burns is one of the most liked guys out on the team, which I'm sure he is, and that he can really putt well, which is really important for the Ryder Cup, which he is. He's, he's 11th in strokes game this year. I'm going to push back on that. There's, it's just not Tiger and Phil anymore, especially with social media. Like I'm sure all of these guys are all on their close friend story, and, and they probably have an American group chat and stuff. Like There's just no privacy anymore. There is no Tiger and Phil beef, you know, Tiger lived in, you know, Windermere, Florida, and Phil lived in Rancho Santa Fe, San Diego, California. They're opposite coasts. They knew nothing about each other. They wanted nothing to do with each other. It's just not, it's not like that anymore. Everyone gets along. I mean, the biggest beef is probably Patrick Green and Rory. They're, I mean, they're not even on the same team. I can't really think of it. Maybe like Scotty Scheffler saying at the Tour Championship that if Brooks Kepka played in one event, he would have made the team on points. I don't know. They're really, it's just not it's that whole camaraderie. Thing. I know Kyle is big on the camaraderie, but I think the American guys are close. Colin Murray Cowher, Max Hummel went to Cal. There's really nothing there anymore. There's, these guys just aren't, they don't beef like that anymore. So that's the first issue with the Sam Burns pick. The second issue is Lucas Glover might just be a better golfer. Sam Burns this year is 79th in strokes gained T to green. Lucas Glover is a machine. He's 29th in strokes gained tee degree. Now, I know that doesn't sound that impressive, especially when I just said is 24 of the best 35 golfers in the world. And I am, I always harp, Austin and I always harp on how important it is to be great ball strikers. Well, get this. This is this is actually really crazy. March 5th, Arnold Palmer Invitational, when the winner was Kurt Kitayama. Lucas Glover was 148th in strokes gained tee to green. 
from that point, so that's March 5th. Today, it is August 29th. In that time, he is gone. And so what is that? Five, almost six months. In six months, he went from 148th in strokes gained tee to green to 29th for the year. So let's say you take his last 10 weeks where he's super hot. He's probably top 10 in strokes gained tee to green. And that's good enough for me. Sam Burns is 79th. Now, where Sam Burns does have that statistical advantage, massive statistical advantage, is putting. Like I said before, he's 11th in strokes gained putting. Lucas Glover is 156th. But check this out. Lucas Glover obviously went through a massive putter change in the middle of the season. Uh, he went to that putter at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And so from that event until the BMW Championship, I'm only including that because this, the Tour Championship is only 30 guys. So up until the BMW Championship, he has gained... 0.600 strokes, which have been, which would have been ninth this year, ninth, and and included in that is the BMW Championship, where he lost 1.85 strokes for the week. If you eliminate that week in that stretch, he would have been 0.81 strokes gained, which would have put him third in putting for the season. So if I put it to you like that, is Sam Burns really a better putter than Lab? putter version of Lucas Glover? Statistically, no. And, you know, tour finish-wise, no. Lucas Glover had, what is it, six top sixes in a row? The only two guys have done who to have done that this season are Scotty Scheffler and Lucas Glover. Now, on top of that, I'm just going to give you some Sam Burns stats. His best finish in a major is a 2022 PGA Championship, a tied 20th. His best finish at the Masters is tied 29th. Best finish at the U.S. Open is tied 27th. And this is the most concerning one. The Open Championship, his best finish is tied 42nd. Remember, it's played in Rome. It's played overseas, right? Here's the second part. He has never played in a Ryder Cup. He's obviously a Ryder Cup rookie. Now, where he has played in is last year's President's Cup, where he finished 0-3-2. You say that one time. Last year's President's Cup, he finished... Oh, three and two. Do you know how hard that is? Do you know how hard it is to be that bad at a President's Cup when the USA dominates every single time? That is so bad. That is so, so horrendously awful to finish oh, three and two. He didn't win a single point for a dominant US President's Cup. And you're going to throw him into the wolves at the Ryder Cup in Europe? When you have a guy who's a veteran, who's red hot right now, who's a great ball striker. Now, here's the second part. So now I'm done slandering Sam Burns. Here's the other part. Justin Thomas has made the team. I have no problems with it. Like I said, his record is great. He is a big part of the team. I'm sure that all the guys, none, I'm sure none of the guys have problems with it. And once I read you my point system where Keegan Bradley only has 11 points, where Cam Young only has 16 points and Justin Thomas has 11, Cam, Cam Young didn't even make it to the Tour Championship. I know Justin Thomas didn't make it either, but it's not like Cam Young's having all that great of a season either. And the majors are so weighed heavy, and so therefore he was able to get that high up on the points because he does show up in majors, but I don't really think it's great that the majors are weighted that heavily, and Justin Thomas has actually played in a couple Ryder Cups. Cam Young has not. And no problems with the Justin Thomas pick, but there is a world in which Justin Thomas has a bad week. So if you remember at Whistling Straits, Rory McIlroy had no points in his first three matches that he played, and he was forced to sit out 
the Saturday afternoon matches. And he finally won a singles point way too late and then famously cried uh, in the press conference after or in the, in the instant reaction after talking about how much he let down his team. It's very possible that Justin Thomas is going to deja vu that on European soil. He's going to be crying because he played so bad and he let his team down and that he can't wait to do it again and, and bring redemption. It's very possible. So we need Justin Thomas insurance. Sam Burns is not Justin Thomas insurance. Sam Burns, one, doesn't play well in Europe and doesn't hit it great. He hits a lot further than Lucas Glover. We don't need another bomber. We need another Brian Harmon, a.k.a. Lucas Glover, who currently can putt the hell out of the ball and will get the ball in play for Justin Thomas insurance. We don't have that. We don't have that on this team with Sam Burns. And so that's my other reason why just looking at this team and, and the risk that you take with Justin Thomas, you need a safety blanket. And the greatest safety blanket, there is no greater safety blanket than Lucas Glover. I actually think Keegan Bradley would be a decent safety blanket compared to Sam Burns. Now, there's an argument to be made that Sam Burns won the match play. So maybe it's in him. I sure hope it is. That's a silver lining. But more than him winning the match play in Austin, Texas, a wide open golf course, it scares me more that he was 0-3-2 at a President's Cup where the USA was dominant. Like, that is is almost impossible. I think I can win a point. Can you imagine, like, and right now, at this moment, who are the American people going to rally around more if picked? Sam Burns or Lucas Glover? I think it's slam dunk Lucas Glover. Whew. All right, my rant is over. I feel a little better. I feel a little better. Well, that was a Bad Bounce podcast. Go Team USA. Thank you for listening. Love you guys.